I'm Emma Gray. Welcome to Rich Text, a podcast about our cultural obsessions, like the horrors of dining at a restaurant like Catch. I'm sorry, I mean bleep, because it's not 2012. That's right. We're here today talking about the new and improved Real Housewives of New York. What I love about New York is you can be anyone. We are loud, proud, and larger than life. We're all fabulous women, and we don't take no for an answer. I mean, we're ass I'm kidding. We're actually great. We're really great. If you're listening today, you're already a paid subscriber to our audio and written newsletter, Rich Text. Thank you, as always, for being here. You quite literally make our work possible and make it possible for Claire to be out on a paid maternity leave. While she's out on mat leave, I'm going to be chatting about TV, movies, and cultural trends with an assortment of really cool friends of mine, like today's guest, author and journalist Jessica Goodman. Her latest YA thriller, The Legacies, came out July 26th, and it is so fun. Go hit that order button right now if you have not bought it already. It's a fantastic time. Jess, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really excited to talk about Roni. Thank you so much for having me. I feel like because The Legacies is about prep school kids in New York City who do really terrible things, so I feel like we're in the perfect mindset to discuss <laughs> Roni because these kids are like future Roni. These kids are kind of old Roni vibes. Absolutely. They're like Upper East Side <laughs> Roni. And of course, there's murder <laughs> in my books. I could definitely see Ramona Singer murdering someone. Oh so yeah. And you are also just the perfect person to talk about the new Real Housewives with because you actually interviewed all of the new cast members for a story for Cosmo which is really fun and juicy. And I'll include that link in the show notes because it's a great read. Yeah, it was it was so fun. Be- I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about the interview, but it was so fun because when I spoke to them, they hadn't done any press, like official press together for the show. So it was really like the first time that they were being asked to talk about the show from a professional standpoint for the media. And so the behind the scenes of that interview are pretty hilarious and I will divulge what I can, but it was, it was very funny to catch these cast members at the very beginning of their press cycle before they had talked to everyone under the sun about what their experiences were like. Honestly, that is a reporter's dream catching people before they've been properly media trained. Oh yeah. There were times (laughs) in the interview where they would look at the publicist and be like, am I allowed to say that? And often like when they were talking about the cast trips and she was like, yeah, of course you can talk about the trips and then they would say other things and she was like you guys should really not be saying that at all and you're like oh so sorry that that was already on the record i know i was like we are recording (laughs) okay so before we talk about this new reincarnation of the show i want to give some background to everyone listening on the history of the real housewives of new york city this show first premiered on bravo on march 4th 2008 so my god so long ago For a while. And apparently when the show was initially in pre-production, it was supposed to be named Manhattan Moms. But this was already (laughs) when Real Housewives of OC was out, right? So so they were going to make it like a totally different show and not kind of franchise it? Yes. And then the decision was made for it to become the second edition in in the Real Housewives franchise. As you said, OC is the original... And New York was the second one, came before Beverly Hills. Like, New York's been around a long time. And the original cast was Jill Zarin, 
Alex McCord, Luandela Seps, Bethany Frankel, and Ramona Singer. And a lot of these women are still iconic and were on the show for a very long time. I can't believe Sonia wasn't in the original cast. To me, she is like the OG of the OGs, but I I guess not until season two. Yeah, I think Sonia actually became a main cast member season three. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. I I admit I am someone who has dipped in and out of the franchise over the years. So I like have my housewives that I know, but you know, I'll I'll fall off Mm. if a season isn't really like capturing me. Other notable cast members, as you said, include Sonia Morgan, Kelly Ben Simone, Tinsley Mortimer, Carol Radswell, Dorinda Medley, and Leah McSweeney. And Luann and Ramona are the only two season one cast members who were in the cast throughout all of its first 13 seasons. Wait, I can't believe you didn't mention Aviva Drescher of leg throwing fame in your notable cast members. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so fair. Aviva Drescher. You say that you have never lied to any of us at the table and you find us really hurtful. I find that laughable. Let me tell you something, Heather. The only thing. Keep it together, Aviva. The only thing that is artificial or fake about me. This. Go back and rewatch those moments because, I mean, the leg throwing incident is so iconic. I have seen that clip. Yeah, it's pretty great. I've watched, you know, season one, season two, and then I became more loyal in the later seasons when it was like the Carol, Bethany, Tinsley era. So I feel like I got an, an extra special front row seat to the Carol era because and I think it was either her last or her second to last season. I, I was an editor at Cosmo at this time, and she wrote a guest column for the magazine about running the I remember marathon. remember this. Yes, she wrote a guest column about running the marathon, and she came into our office to film a little scene about, like, you know, she was meeting with the editor-in-chief and having some meeting about, about the article as if that was something that we did with all writers where they came into our office physically and, and discussed the article. <laughs> like, no, you wrote for me when I was at Cosmo. That's not how it works. Yeah, then Google it, Docs does not exist for Carol. Right, of course. And then in order to celebrate her article, there was a party and they threw... Bravo and Cosmo, I don't know who paid, but somebody paid, and there was a party thrown at some athletic venue, like maybe it was a gym, I'm not sure, but there was some sort of like very brightly lit venue where everybody from Cosmo got to go to this party and like celebrate, quote unquote, Carol's column coming out, and the party was hilarious, and all the cast members came except for Bethany, I think, and they all got in like a big fight and it was great and we all got to like watch it go down and I remember the goodie bags were fantastic. Ooh, what was in them? Well, the bag itself was a Dagny Dover backpack and it came with a swell bottle because this was 2017 or 2018 
and maybe it was even 2019 and a bunch of other wellness goodies. It was great. <laughs> wow. I love that. I love a good swag bag. I love being someone who isn't fancy, but is at a fancy event. It's really yes. my personal sweet spot. And I feel like if you are in women's media, you end up experiencing some of that where 100%. you're like, I am a fly on the wall. I don't exactly belong here, but I am getting the free things and I appreciate them much more than these other people. Absolutely. And at this party specifically, I remember the alcohol was flowing, obviously, and there were some really good canapes. And if anybody's read anything about behind the scenes on these shows, you know that there is no music that's allowed to be played that isn't like licensed. And so what they end up doing is playing like this kind of like gibberish music that like sounds like nothing and or or they play nothing. And so I think at this one there was like no music maybe or like really nondescript like whatever music. And it was just so brightly lit. Like it was like fluorescence in our eyes. And so it was just like the strangest vibe. And we were like, yeah, this is what we do for everybody who writes a column for Cosmo. But it was really fun to kind of be a fly on the wall and and see what what this was like. (laughs) I mean, I think that's just a really beautiful celebration of the profession of freelance writing. And (laughs) yeah, go Carol. You know, just really paving the way for the rest of us. My only personal connection is that Adam and I were once eating at the restaurant that's like in the middle of Union Square while Tinsley was there and then we realized she was filming and then months later we're like in the background of a scene of Roni where Tinsley is like having happy hour with someone oh I gotta go back and look for it that's fantastic (laughs) love that you know real housewives they're just like us so when did you start watching real housewives of New York and how dedicated of a fan have you been since so I think I found it in college like at the end of my college career it was the early 2010s and I binge watched somehow I don't remember maybe I think it was like marathons like you know like Bravo would do like a marathon of like the season and I went back and I was able to kind of like slide in and then once once all of the seasons were available to stream online I like would go back and, and watch them all so kind of since like 2011 I feel like I've watched pretty consistently in terms of like in terms of housewives franchises I am like all in on New York City Beverly Hills and Salt Lake City I've dabbled in Miami I've dabbled in Potomac I've, I've dabbled in Atlanta a little bit but my ride or dies are Beverly Hills Salt Lake City and New York But I got to say, I was one of those people that like totally dropped off during season 13. Like I found the second Leah season pretty painful to watch. I just found it like not as fun as, as it should be. And then I just, I, I watched a little bit of Ebony's season and then I just was like, this isn't fun anymore. And that's not Ebony's fault. She was just the only new cast member. It was mostly Ramona's fault as we all know. But for me, these shows are pure froth. You know, they are escapism. They are fun. They are fashion. They are bad fashion. And, you know, it's like that combination of wealth porn and people just doing the most insane things that you would never do in real life. And so you're just like aghast at that. And Roni just wasn't that anymore. It just became too like upsetting in some way. And yeah, and it was hard to, it was hard to watch some of these women continue to act the way that they were acting. Meanwhile, like I have loved like Sonia and Dorinda and and Luann in like Crappy Lake I w- I'm loving and like the Ultimate Girls Trip ep- like the Ultimate Girls Trip seasons I think are some of the best 
versions of the housewives universe that we've seen out there like the one in thailand i think it got mixed feedback but i found it to be some of the funniest television i've seen in a long time and so i i love i love my housewives and when they announced the reboot of new york i was one of those people that was excited i know there were a lot of haters out there but I was pumped and maybe I just have like a lot of faith in Andy Cohen because you know what? He very rarely leads us astray and I'm all in on this season. I think the girls are hilarious and fresh. I yeah, completely agree. I was also someone who had a really hard time with season 13. I did want to talk about kind of the of that original run of the series before we get into what's been going on with this new cast. So the 13th season aired in the summer of 2021. It was like smack dab in the middle of the pandemic. It was really in the wake of another massive outcry over anti-blackness in this country. And a lot of those conversations did end up trickling down to the entertainment industry. And I think that there had been fan outcries for years about some of the certainly like overt racism of some cast members on Roni. And also just the fact that you have this show that's so iconic, that's about New York city and you have virtually no racial or ethnic or socioeconomic diversity. And so I think as an attempted corrective to this, They cast Ebony K. Williams as the first black housewife on New York for season 13. And I think it became clear pretty immediately that like this group of women as it stood in season 13 just made no sense. It was like, why are these people on this show together? And having someone like Ebony just threw into such stark relief how awful some of these women were behaving specifically Ramona Singer who is like an overt Trump supporter like out and out racist in my opinion well I just think from like a purely producing standpoint all of these shows work the best when the women have actual relationships with one another or not even when the people have actual relationships with one another because the best example of this is a show like Vanderpump Rules where I was gonna say no one has done it better it's like all of these people were friends and lovers and enemies before the show even started and so when we see the drama they're going through now like 10 years into the show we know that it actually extends like much further than even the show and that these relationships run really deep and so I think one of the main problems with bringing in not only Ebony but Leah as well was that these people had no real connection to this cast. You just listened to a free preview of this week's Rich Text podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to listen to the rest of this week's podcast and our entire Rich Text back catalog, you can become a paying subscriber at clarendemma.substack.com. If not, you can still enjoy our free weekly recommendations. Rich Text is hosted, produced, and edited by us, Claire Fallon and Emma Gray. You can find the written version of Rich Text at clarenemma.substack.com. You can find us on Instagram at Claire and Emma Pod, and you can find our other podcast, Love to See It, over at Stitcher and wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as on TikTok and Twitter at Love to See It Pod. You can also find us individually at Claire E. Fallon and at Emma Lady Rose. Thanks for listening. 